Today, we're going to discuss productivity. Well, what is productivity? To me, in order to understand productivity, we have to proceed with uh, this process of analysis. And productivity is always existing in time. And so we have to begin with our conception of time. Um, the Buddhist had a view on on time and life that you cannot look at time as this fluctuation between night and day what you have to look at time with is a perspective um that that it's continuous your life is continuous there is indeed night and day but it's a constant continuous time that exists and that is your life it never stops it's not these procession of ages it's a continuous uh development and um that is kind of the the time that we're using so so let's just use a line to represent time and part of this time we'll spend in our lives is for labor um now with labor, you know, if we work a typical job, we're not spending every second typically being productive. So we do have a, a, a time allotted to labor, but really a portion of that is going to be that is uh, um, used for production. And so a portion of the production, which is like our actual in the action production creates. And so uh, I'm going to say that a portion of production is used for creation. And with this creation, um, what is created is products. So creation leads to the production of products. And what we create with these products is, well, many things. But, for example, we can take our products to markets where we can exchange, trade, buy, and sell uh, what we offer in exchange for other goods, either in the form of bartering, as is direct exchange, or uh, take our products, sell them for money, and use that money for other goods, which would be the form of indirect exchange. We can also use our products for development, uh, which would be like a capital good um, rather than a consumer good on the market. This, uh, this produce product can, can develop ourselves. And um, that I would kind of just say is like a form of like internalization which would be uh, like it internalizing the product. So I'm going to define internalization. Um, I'm writing this down. If you're listening to the audio of this, I would recommend the video on YouTube so that you can see my notes and stuff. But I'm going to define internalization as the physical creation uh 
that becomes a foundational component oh shoot to confidence which is a psychological subjective perspective relative to a situation. So internalization is um, a physical creation that becomes a foundational component to confidence, which is a psychological subjective perspective relative to a situation. So internalizing something that we've produced from our creation in the labor process of our lives um, develops confidence. And why is confidence um, useful? Um, well, confidence helps us know that that uh, we can potentially do things. And that helps with being more productive. If we're psychologically... Um, uh, deterred from doing something, then then that means we lack the confidence and we therefore won't be productive about it. But if we have the confidence, say, to do something, such as uh, read a certain something or write a certain something or do the labor necessary, then this confidence is useful for our production. And um, confidence goes a long way. Confidence will help you achieve. Uh, I mean, it's... It's, it's almost, you know, this cycle with achievement. If you achieve something, you'll be confident about it. And if, if you're confident about something, you can more easily achieve something. So it's this, uh, this loop, this process, this positive cycle, um, that we can get in with, with more productivity and, as well, I mean, with, with, uh, relationships too, like if you're confident, it's a lot easier to initiate and maintain a relationship, I believe. But um, I think going back to productivity, uh, as Misa says, economics is the study of human action. And uh, what we're applying with productivity is entrepreneurial acti activity. The entrepreneur seeks out a potential market and he produces a good or a service that can be exchanged um, or demanded and desired by potential consumers. And so what an entrepreneurial does is not only predict markets, but he, he produces, uh, he produces goods and services. And, and I think 
maybe with life, when we're able to produce things for ourselves, this is just an example of specialization. We're specializing in something. You know, I can be productive um, by putting clothes in the washing machine. But what's really productive is the washing machine itself. That is the capital invention that um, washes so many more clothes than I can with my own two hands in the same amount of time. So that is what is productive. And I think that we got to just change this perspective and really value productivity. Oh, excuse me. There is no we here. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to start to value productivity over hard work. We can say, excuse me, there's an OB here. I can say that the Puritan work ethic is not really something that I value. What I value is productivity. And my washing machine will always be more productive than I am. But that frees me up to do other things that I enjoy. So I will specialize in other things like uh, video games which is a terrible example, um, or like, uh, you know, get get to reading something that I want to read or participating in something that I want to participate in and engaging in something that I want to engage in. And so uh, productivity is kind of just a necessary ingredient for your life if you want to have maybe some tremendous recipes, uh, which is an enrichment of your life. You, you gotta, you gotta be productive a little bit. And this does require some energy and effort. But as I like to say, um, maximum energy, minimal effort, because who wants to train themselves when you can maintain all the energy of the world. I think that's probably another Buddhist saying. I thought of this too, that I like. Reading is never wasted time. Read everything, all the time. Study everything. Yeah. uh, If you're reading, you're learning. And if you're learning, I think you're enriching your life. And it doesn't matter I think in a way what you're reading because there's always something you can learn from everything, anything you read. Um, so you can study everything. You don't need to be a typical, you know, know-it-all who doesn't know anything. You can be someone who doesn't know everything and not know it all. And that could be a very humbling life, maybe. Um, it's kind of all I had. Uh, Again, <laughs> this podcast is titled A Vacuous Vocation. If you listen this long, maybe you got something out of it. Maybe this was a waste of time for you. That's fine because it's really just uh, empty. And I kind of am just going to make this my thought sessions and thinking about things. Uh, not that I don't want to provide value, but that... I don't know if I'm that good at it. I haven't read too much and know all that much to be dealing with advice and stuff. But I will try, I guess. Try my best. Um, 
What else? Uh, yeah, that's kind of all I got. Um, peace.